All right, guys, we're going to cut to our special guest today. His name is Matt Dinger. He is from the Lost Dutchman Coin, uh, Coin Shop. He is also co-host of the Coin Show podcast along with Mike Nottleman, a uh, good friend, and uh, we're glad to have him. Matt, how are you? Hey, good to be here, guys. Good to see you. Likewise. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate your uh, willingness to be a guest and um, pumped to have you. Yeah, no problem at all. So you want to give us, uh, maybe give our listeners a little bit of, a little bit of uh, background on who you are and what you do? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I run Lost Dutchman Rare Coins in Indianapolis. Um, I have been the senior numismatist slash tech guy slash basically everything it takes to run a coin shop guy uh, since I was 22. I uh, just turned 40 a few days ago and belated happy. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. And, and uh, you know, I, I've been uh, in, in our city. I'm kind of, I, I tend to be known as the guy that, that buys all the cool stuff. So sweet. Uh, yeah. I don't, we, uh, I, I've been, I've been known for worse. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I could think of a lot worse things to be called. So, <laughs> so what I, I listen, we have, I have a burning question here. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I, I'm, no. What is a lost Dutchman? So the Lost Dutchman is a very famous mine out in Arizona in the Superstition Mountains. And he was the guy that went out looking for it and disappeared, looking for this very special mine. So it kind of, kind of to us is the, is the epitome of the quest. You're always on to find awesome things. That's cool. Yeah. Sweet. So what's the, what's the coolest thing you've bought in the last, let's say 30 days? Oh, geez. Cool thing I bought in the last 30 days. Uh, I looked, I, I made a very strong offer and I got to finish up the deal uh, this uh, tomorrow, actually. But we bought, uh, we were buying a basically a complete set of coins from large cents through Morgan dollars complete. The only coin missing was a 56 flying eagle cent. But you had your, uh, you know, your, your 1799 cent, your 1804 cent. Uh, 16 quarter, 01S quarter, 93S Morgan, 89CC, all certified coins. Wow. So very, very advanced collection. That's cool. uh, I'm really look, looking forward to buying it. So Was that local in the Indiana, Indiana in that you're in your like? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. Walked cool. in our door uh, on Saturday. I wonder how long Sweet. he's collected that. Uh, so that it, was, it was an estate deal okay. uh, and it was her father and he passed away. And luckily... Uh, he did leave her with some some good directions on what to do, yeah. uh, which I, I know you guys know doesn't always happen. No, and a lot yeah. of the times, that's a lot a, of times you see. It's a great point, though. Someone that yeah, goes to of, the wrong person and gets a bad deal. Uh, it's yeah. it's unfortunate, but yeah, we see it all yeah. the time. Uh, you know, you see yeah. people that just have no idea what they're looking at, and and luckily. Uh, you know, like, like with us and I'm sure with you guys, they, if they come to you, they did the right thing yeah. because you're going to take care of them and treat them the right way, but not everybody's like that. And, yeah. uh, luckily, luckily for her, you know, we're going to take care of her. No, that's, yeah. that's yeah. a good point. <clears throat> it, it's one thing to go and collect it and, you know, spend all those years and all the money. Yeah. Um, but what happens to it? Right. Yeah. Once, once you, you know, if you don't, a lot of times and it's like 50, 50, I'll get the guys who come in and they sell it to us and they say, because I don't want them to have an issue selling it. If something happens to me, I don't want there to be any confusion as to what I want done with the funds from this deal. Um, or they'll come in and they'll say, Hey, I need a sheet and I want you to please put your number on everything as it stands today. I'll put it in the, in the safety deposit box or wherever the deal is located. And I'm going to give your card. 
and your contact or in contact information. And, you know, if my daughter or whomever comes in, please take care of them. And to me, I'd rather, I'd say I'm 50, 50. It doesn't matter to me either way. I want to, I'm going to, we'll take care of them either way, but I do think it's easy to, if you are going to keep it and you do want to keep it and hold on to it, then you got to have some type of direction. Yeah. You know, you need to say, hey, this is, you know, go to Matt Dinger at, you know, Lost Dutchman. Yeah. You know, it's a guy I bought coins from or a guy I trust. He's going to take care of you. Man, it takes a lot of the, it takes a lot of the stress out of it. It's uh, a very caring thing to do. It, it is definitely something that I recommend to all my advanced collectors. I say, you know, you don't have to recommend that they bring it to me, but just let them know at least where the good stuff is or what the good yeah, stuff is. Exactly. And a baseline as to what that's worth. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, at least yeah. that. Because if you had, sure. say you had a 95 proof dollar in there, 95 proof dollars have been about the same price for the last 20 years. I mean, I say 20, mm-hmm. but in the last, let's say five or six, you know, they, yeah. they, they've always been around that price. 93 S dollars, they, they kind of go back and forth, but they've always been, you know, almost, you know, a thousand bucks is almost for anything, right? Um, and then up from there. So it's pretty easy to say this is a coin. And it happened to us not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a full dollar set come in. Yep. And I offered, remember, this is a couple of weeks ago. I offered her 11 grand. I think oh, it yeah, was yeah. three years ago. And yep. then we ended up paying her 16 today because yeah. the, the coins just were worth more. And yep. when she said she was actually going to sell it, you know, I started pulling things out and actually grading them and really, really looking at them. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, that's a cool deal. Well, good luck. Hope you get that. I sure, I, I, I sure do hope so as well. I can't wait. Yeah. And please offer when you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a win. Tell us about some losses. So oh, the day-to-day grind. The, the day-to-day <laughs> grind. Well, okay, so this is engineered for smaller coin shops and for people bringing on new sure. employees. This is kind of like your... Um, you know, kind of like your guide or your intro into the coin shop. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't need to be some insurmountable, huge loss, just, just something small that you're like, man, I wish I'd have thought of that before. (sighs) Well, uh, it it wasn't anything that I did, but having employees, you know, that, that they're going to screw up every once in a while, it just happens. Um, and one of the worst ones that we had in our office is that, that we were buying some gold from a lady and I think it was just a couple ounces of gold and my employee, I, I hire my part-time guys are a lot of retired guys. I, I tend to employ veterans. I tend to employ guys that, uh, you know, just, just want to get out of the house and have something to do as my part-timers. And one of my part-time guys uh, was paying this woman out for a couple ounces of gold, and he started counting out the $100 bills as 50s. So it was 50, one, 50, two, and but they were hundreds. So we went back and watched the cameras and, that one, that one stung a little bit because it was yeah. a couple ounces of gold, uh, and she just walked out, smiled, and <laughs> never, never saw her again. Dang, yeah. that's messed up. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one stings a little bit. And that's probably one of the like the most blatant ouches out there. Uh, but you know, there's always the 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 employees that buy the the counterfeit coins, which luckily I teach my guys pretty well. Um, and we don't run into that very often. They at least know if something looks a little funny to run it by me first. Um, did you, do you set a number, um, of listen, if this is, you know, so for us, and I'll just speak for us, I'll say, if you think you're going to lose more than a thousand dollars on something, I need you to bring it to my attention. Right. 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 If there's a potential, a downside here of a thousand dollars or more that needs to be brought to our attention. Yeah. And it always starts with gold. 
the lost like the losses yes. you remember yeah, always are sure. right when you yep. said uh, it was a deal with two gold coins i was thinking yeah uh, well uh, it's so <laughs> insignificant you know it's it's so two grand is yeah. so small and you don't people a lot of times don't really stop and think plus and they're you, quick they're quick transactions yeah they're the yes. they're the quickest transactions when someone sells an ounce or yeah. two ounce of gold you just i've got two kruger ends write it up pay them yeah. And we were just getting absolutely slammed at the time. So I didn't even notice it until yeah. till later on in the day. And I actually went back and watched the cameras and just watched him just yeah. rattling <laughs> off those hundreds and fifties. It was come on, man. I know. And I brought, I brought him back and said, Ron, come on back here, please. <laughs> <laughs> and in my office, we shame people. If you screw up. Oh, we do too. We just, oh. oh, we just shamed. We, we just did a segment <laughs> before you got on and we just shamed Nick, our, our, uh, our products guy. Yeah. Um, his, his title is products guy. Uh, um, that's his official title. I'm going to put it on his business card. We have one of those yellow high res vests and, and we yeah. call it the moron vest. And oh, if you screw awesome. up, I make you wear it for the rest of the day. That's awesome. So you have to walk around my office in one of those high res like construction vests. Yep. And Dude, that is so cool. Well, hopefully they, so not PC and I love it. No, hopefully no, the customers don't, all. the customers don't, don't hear it and they go for that guy every time. No doubt. Right. Yeah. There's no that well, vest. They, uh, There's the that guy. Stay away from that guy. They, hopefully they learn a lesson and yeah. wear the vest less and less and less. Sure. It's true. Luckily for me, it's been like a month since I've had to give it to anybody. So It's not something <laughs> to be worn with pride, right? No. And, and sometimes if they if they buy the odd counterfeit coin, I'll take it and put it in a bag and pin it above their desk so that they have to just look at it look all at the time. It. Yeah. 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 You they don't, don't make forget. the same mistake. It's, yeah. It's like yeah. this coin's not going right. to forget, right? Yeah, that's right. Neither will I. <laughs> right? That's right. Yeah, that's what I tell them all the time. That's great. I'm always watching. <laughs> How many employees do you guys have? Uh, right now we're running seven employees. Okay. Uh, we have three full-timers, um, myself included in that, uh, and then uh, four part-timers. And, a sh- you know, we have a shipping guy. And Cool. So. Yeah. 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 Sh- Sounds like a nice little happy coin shop over yeah. there. It is. It Lost is. Dutchman yeah. in the house. It's it's my favorite little place that's not home. It's my yeah. second home, I guess. Yeah, it Likewise. is. Likewise. It's definitely second home. We definitely spend more time here than home, that's for sure. Yes. 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 Um, all right, so safety. Um, you know, it's crazy out there right now. There's a yes. lot of there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of just a lot of spinning wheels. It's crazy. Yeah. And you got to watch yeah. your six. What are some of the yeah. things you do to do that that you're comfortable talking about? Um, you know, it, I don't know. And every state obviously is different. Yeah. Indiana, Indiana, we are an open carry state. So all my front of the house employees open carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to be a hard target. We do not want to be an easy target. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, we also have um, controlled entry in the front of the establishment. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, metal bars or is it is it a, a locked door? Metal, both. Okay. Uh, yeah, we have metal bars for burglary control, and then we also have a uh, a mag lock door that okay, is uh, yeah. that it, that only allows people in once we we look them over and push the button. Um, now, l- letting them out is a little different, obviously, because <laughs> we're required to. You said look them over. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you can't I know, over. I Make know, sure I, get, not, I get. No? Make sure you're not putting everyone uh, at risk. It's a yeah. guy who walks in with two M16s. You're like, yeah, we're not letting him in. <laughs> He's got a coat on. It's like yeah. summer. Yeah. yeah, right. So why do you got a cashmere you, trench coat and, on? And, and, I don't know, you know about this funny. guy. It is funny, but, you know, with this whole COVID mask thing, I think a yeah. lot of bad guys are actually, you know, using that to their Of course sure. they are. Yeah, we've had. I had yeah. We almost fired a guy. And look, this guy's been with my dad. He's been security for us, what, 30 years? Yeah. I almost lost it. I mean, I was, and I want to, you know, I, I was going to fire him. 
I mean, he let a guy in with a complete ski mask on. Yeah. Yeah. With his two friends that had no business in our store in the first place. And I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, my guys up front have been with us for a long time. We are not a high turnover company, right? We keep, we get people, we keep them. We do everything we can to keep them. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, the way we roll too. You know, because we spend, as you know, you spend a lot of time teaching them, instructing them, you know, letting them, letting them walk around with the yellow thing instead of firing them, you know, for making a $2,000 or $3,000 mistake. But seriously, right? You eat that. You eat the company eats it, right? And at the end of the day, there's only so much you can eat, right? To where you're you're sick and tired of it. Um, And we got to that point because, again, for me, it's, if a guy takes a shot on a coin, that he thinks is unk and the customer's leaning on him, you know, to pay. If it's a, let's just say it's a, let's say a 79 CC and, and, and something that we offer three grand for and the guy, he wants five. And, you know, yeah. if the guy takes a shot at 4,000 and maybe I, you know, maybe he misses a wipe or something like that. I'm actually okay with that because I'm happy that these guys are taking shots and I'm happy that they're, that they're sparring with the customer in terms of price. Yeah. I want my guys to be aggressive. I don't want to lose anything. I tell them, and the way that I train them is I told them, anytime a deal is going to walk, you bring me to the front and let me sit down in the saddle and let me see if I can get it done. Yeah, and I want yep. you to stay close because I want you to hear how I rank, how I brought it in or if I brought it in. But yeah. nine times out of 10, if I come up, I'm not letting the deal walk. If they are, they have a hundred percent intention to sell, they're going to sell it to me. Right. So that takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy Right. And it is a good learning lesson for these guys. But when they feel threatened and our security, our head of security allows them to come in the store, that yeah. is a freaking problem. Especially when you have policies for that no, exact thing. All over. I mean, listen, yeah. policies, we have signs all over the place. Yeah. If you have a mask, you can't come in the store. <laughs> it's real yeah, simple. We, we, we tell them, we, we, we say, pull your mask down before I mean, we let them in the yeah. door. Because the camera's got to catch. Their yeah, face oh yeah. too. The guy I mean, had a black ski mask can't on. Take the mask off so the camera can get you, and then. What's right. the weather like down there right now? Oh, muggy and muggy and ugly. eighty-five. Oh, yeah. and Why are you wearing a ski so, mask? So exactly. Yeah. No reason to be wearing a ski mask. No, listen. We 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 had to explain all of those really simple <laughs> things that were very basic and understanding to us to him, and he just was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought y'all were saying." That. I'm like, "Dude, don't even start with this stuff. I don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. accept the responsibility. And move on down the street, or you're gonna piss me off. You need a yellow vest. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. No. You know what? That's probably not a horrible. Maybe we need that moments. vest. But listen, if you have <laughs> your security, if your security people are wearing vests. That's a real problem. Yeah, <laughs> that is not true. something that I'm willing to. Uh, I'm not. I'm not willing to put my family's jeopardy, uh, my family's safety in jeopardy over that. You're out of here. Good, good point. I'm sorry. Especially in Houston, um, we're like uh, what number one in uh, in murder now. Or, <laughs> we're up yeah. there with Baltimore for sure. Yeah, Chicago, oh Chicago. Yeah. yeah, I think we passed Chicago. So I will say, pretty though, bad. Uh, people don't realize how big Houston really is. Oh, it's Houston's big, spread m- out, monster. Yeah, you can monster city. Keep driving. And you're still in Houston. I think there's a yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I, I was going to say security is something you always have to have on your mind. Like I started bringing, I have a, a 12 year old son, well, 13 now, but he's homeschooled. And so he gets a day off during the week where he's, you know, gets his schoolwork done and is able to come to the office with me. How cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and I've got I love a 12 year old too. I, I absolutely love having him there, but you know, in the back of my mind, it just makes you even more hyper-focused on security because you know, not only am I putting myself at risk by being in this gotcha. situation, but yeah. putting him at risk by sure. being here too. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's 
security is you can't spend too much time on security. It's I, just not possible. I'm glad to hear that. Cause I, I believe it or not, there's some people that we talk to even on the show that don't quite, I don't think they quite grasp how easy of a target people on the outside think that you are. Then they have to do the homework. Okay. It's like, okay, how many security guys? And, and then when, when you make it too difficult, a lot of times it's not worth the effort. Yeah, right. they're just going to go somewhere else. Right. They're going to go it, hit the gas station. Down yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to make it. Shop. And that was kind of our whole thing um, was, and, and listen, we literally, we make it a point to add a security feature almost every quarter, whether it's for the website, uh, um, you know, firewall, whether it's, you know, if it's from the digital space or if it's, you know, physical, like, you know, putting, you know, the ballers down there or um, now we have a, a former detective who is now our chief of security, there you go. And this yeah. guy is on it. <laughs> this guy's stone cold. Is yeah. that his name's actually Keith Kelso? He was on a, a previous podcast talking about security. And he's got we keep two cops in the store, one at the front and one inside. Then we have him walking around the buildings, making sure that everyone's cars are okay. People are, you know, he's we are walking out people of a certain age and then also of a certain ticket number. So, you know, right. if they get over our threshold, then they get walked out. If they're over a certain age, I mean, literally, if you have silver hair and you're and you're a woman, you're getting walked out no matter how much the number is. We're going to take care right. of all the old ladies. Old ladies, we love you to death. Um, <laughs> we are going, we are not letting any any older older you know gentlemen for that matter either. I mean, yeah. it's important, right? These guys trust us to take care of them. It's not sure. just about price all the time. It's about the whole transaction. It's the you know, like you and I were yeah. talking earlier. It's the customer experience. Just because we're a coin shop doesn't mean we can't strive to have great customer service. Yeah, it's. It's not always what gets you business, but it's not going to lose you any business. Yeah, and the customers, they're trusting you. They don't, they, you know, sometimes they don't know what they have. So they don't know if they're bringing in something that's worth six figures or or more, or they don't know. So they they think it's always more, right? Because of online. So got to. I'll I'll never forget one second. I'll never forget the time (laughs) the guy came in, older dude. I mean, the guy had to be 85. He came in with one Kruger in. Oh. Remember this? Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, how much would you pay me for that? I think gold was like 1300 at the time. And I was like, oh, we'll pay. It was 1240 or 1260 or whatever that number was. And he goes, okay, I'll be right back. He goes to his trunk. This guy's got like a 1980 uh, <laughs> E-class Mercedes that <laughs> it needed a lot of work. I can't even believe it got to, to our parking lot. And he opens up the trunk and he had 600 gold Krugerrands in a duffel bag. And he said, can you help me carry these inside? <laughs> I'm like, bro, you could have called us. We had to set up a private, private pickup with our security at your bank or at your vault. You know, we had done all of these things. This guy's just driving around with a million dollars worth of gold in his, in his, uh, in his trunk in a, in a car that literally, I mean, if you'd have just hit the side of the, of the deal with a flashlight, the trunk would have probably popped up. I mean, this oh, thing was rusty, God. rusty cage. Um, well, it's amazing. Sometimes that's the best camouflage though. Yeah. Well, and that's true, right. right? And that's true. But it I'm not I'm gonna take my chances with the arm security. Okay. <laughs> Do you let your customers carry in the shop? Uh not openly, no. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, we don't either. We've got a locker. We've got a locker system. And it ninety percent of the people are okay with it, man. But those ten percent of the people, they just want to tell you every state statute. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> oh. we know the statutes. We get it. I I'm <laughs> but let me let me explain something to you is that we got your back. I've got a yeah. guy in the parking lot. I've got a cop at the door. I've got a cop inside and I've got a free roaming guy who knows these situations well. And that's going to take care of you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. 
And when I, when I, if I can explain it to them that way, they're like, okay. But some guys are like, it's my, it's my constitutional right to carry this gun. And I'm like, dude, I don't need to hear your freaking George Washington the same story that, here. The I same got guys that come in and ask you for the constitutional silver. Yeah, yeah. I need that constitutional <laughs> silver. And and then what's that little card? The they what do they call those guys that are? Uh, oh, I'm not a sovereign. Uh, sovereign I'm a sovereign citizen. citizen. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm not driving. I'm traveling. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I'm not driving. I'm traveling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the guys that want to Texas statute. 12.89.26 states well, that I could carry. I'm like, dude. We used to handwrite our invoices, and they would always, we had some, like, policy, verbiage, law stuff on, on like, a paragraph. Legal lease, yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, a legal lease. Yeah. And they would always scratch stuff out, and they would rewrite information in it. But Are you serious? Yeah, well, I mean. Uh, you know, do the way that we do it is, to, is just we basically make everyone sign it saying that it's their property to sell. Yeah, now it's sure. digital. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's so, just real simple, right? Yeah. Digital but copy is a little easier to. 99% of people don't read that stuff. Now but the does. 1% that does, they're going to make an edit. Okay? And they're like, and I'm like, dude, get out of here. Yeah, the new stuff you can't uh, edit. It's I already. I, I hand them back their ID. I write walk-in on there. Yeah. <laughs> just get, to, get out of my store. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. My guys, my guys freak out because I'm the only one that ever tosses anybody out, and they're always like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Look, it's not, not worth you it. know, yeah. yeah, it's not worth the the time and headache that we're about to deal with to deal with this person. So yeah. they need to just." Yeah. Well, what did I say at the beginning of 2023? So we always have a reflection. Start. We have a yeah. we have a you know executive reflection, and then we reflect with the with our team, and you know we'll write you know we'll write individual you know, have individual sessions with guys or gals that work for us. And we'll tell yeah. them, Hey, this is what we like. This is what we think we can work on. This is what our 2023 looks like. This is what we want, how we want to implement you as a person and how you're going to help us achieve these goals as a team. Yeah. And my big theme this year was know when to fire a customer, your customer. Yeah. Yes. It's not a motivational deal for no. us. We're not motivated to do it, but no way. when you have no. to, you I have to it. do it. I hate it. I absolutely, I, this customers is the worst take thing your, in the world. They take the time, you know, all your employees' time. Um, well, which, and it's just, it's overall, I mean, tell me some of the, I mean, here, I mean, we're interviewing you. I mean, you tell me some of the things, why would you fire a customer? Uh, well, you have to look at the, the, the time to money ratio. You have yeah. to look at, is there is the time that I'm spending with this person arguing whether their Lincoln scent has Bart Simpson on the back or not <laughs> worth the amount of money that they're going to spend in my establishment. Sure. And then that's a true story actually, by the way, <laughs> for another day. Um, but yeah, part you, two you people, part, at, part two it, confirmed. <laughs> you have to look at that first. And that, that comes into, you know, you take that into account with, with customers you don't know that well, but then eventually you get sometimes long-term customers you have to fire. And those are the worst. Yeah. Right. Um, well, that's what, because those are more who I'm talking about yeah. is our, is oh. our, is your, you know, we, we don't even take the modern phone calls anymore. I mean, no, we don't, we if, don't if it's, if it's something modern, I'm out. I mean, we just, sometimes I they, just they just walk in. You can't help it. No, yeah. We get those guys yeah. too. And we tell yeah. them straight up. We, we just, just don't have, have time for this yeah. stuff. Or you just tell them, have it certified. Yeah, we only look at certified. We only look at certified modern. Yeah, that's what we yeah. have it certified. We'll look at it when it comes back. But My what about problem is that I'm one of the only submission centers, <laughs> so yeah. they want me to send it for them. That's like, right. Hey, they they, they, front. they yeah. need to. They need to join the club. That's why I tell them yeah. join the PCTS club. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, but yeah, the long-term customers and 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 firing a long-term customer that's a lot more difficult because yeah. sometimes guys guys just change. 
Yeah. And my, I have, it was yeah. explained to my employees the other day that, that I can think back to all the guys that used to be regulars in here and you don't see them anymore. Yeah. Maybe because, and it's nothing that you did. Sometimes yeah. they have things that change in their life. Sure. And sometimes that change, you know, alters that time to money ratio. Yeah. If, yeah. if I have to spend an extra amount of time convincing you that this coin that you should buy is, is a, you know, a good coin or, you know, I mean, like if I have to start holding your hand, sometimes, you know, they, they make a submission and they'll get absolutely just hammered on a submission of coins that they bought. They, they get shy and you almost have to handhold them to buy anything. And eventually that may become an issue too. So, well, my thing is, is when I see the customers start to test you, yeah. Okay. Yes. When they start to put, That's right. they, they, they test you and they, they test at what links will you go? As we've grown um, in size, I feel like we get tested more. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the time or focus to give every single person that helped. And, and, and it's kind of, it's crappy on my part because in essence, they helped us get to where we are. Sure. Right. Right. In essence, they did. And we'll give them that respect. But when you start pressing things is when I don't have time. I give you my cell phone number. You can ask me questions whenever. When you ask me like five or six questions a day, you know, uh, can you please maybe just call the office? And, you know, like I I try to be nice. And then it's, hey, you know, can I I want to buy this coin. I want to pay for it in two weeks. I want to do half PayPal, half credit card. And then, you know, uh, and it's like, okay. all right, we'll work with you. Let me get you to a person. Well, when I look at that person, that person's like stressed out. I'm like, what's wrong? Hey, remember that guy you gave me? You know, now he wants to put half it. He wants to pay cash and then he wants to come in after his trip. And it's like, okay, dude, this is starting to get to be a little bit too murky. Yeah. And when I start seeing people on the AR list, you know, the customer list a little bit too much, it's like, okay, these people are starting to, they know that we have, and I hate to say it this way, they know we have money. Yeah. And it's, it's they think take it's like- Take advantage of it. Yeah, they take yeah. advantage of it. And they and might that's, ba- then they bounce a check on you. Then they bounce a check then or it's all of a sudden now it's a month later. You're still trying to get paid Yeah, from when they were supposed to, you know, another thing too is like uh, there was a customer that would always ask for like an airtight or like, can I have that red book? And you're like, yeah, you can have it. Just take it. And you know, you want to get the transaction done and move on. Well then every time they come in, they want something free. They want, you know, can and I have, can oh, have air ties for all my gold coins? Can I have? Oh, Kenny gave it to me last time. <laughs> yeah. no, or Matt gave oh, it to yeah. me last time. That's the worst. Can I have oh, currency I holders? Can I have the albums? When they start to try to get you to play against your other guy. Oh. Yeah. Then they have $20 worth of supplies they walk out with every day. And it's like, <laughs> dude, this guy, like, he's like, can I have an extra? And then we did like a quarter giveaway. Yeah. And they're like, hey, can I get them for all my, my family? And Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, day like, man, I try not to get caught up in that stuff because at the end of the day, everybody is different. And we are no, grateful for everything that we got and the customers we have. We love them. You yeah. know, but there it's is funny. There's a small percentage of them that is not worth the time. <laughs> It's funny that naturally coin dealers, when you get together, this is some of the stuff that just always comes up in conversation. Yeah. yeah. It's like it, we've been, it's just, we talk it, like we've been a, friends for 20 years about it, right? right. <laughs> yeah. Every time, you know, you get together at a big show or something after the show and you run into people, that's just like naturally one of the convers like four conversations that comes up. Well, it's nice to talk to somebody actually that has a coin shop because a lot of times the people we've talked, we talk to, you know, it, it's, you know, from John Albany's to Feigenbaum recently, you know, these guys, they're, they're doing other things, right? They're a little different. And yeah. they're very important to the hobby, which is why we have them in numismatics in general. Yeah. But it's great to talk to coin shop guys because this is exactly why we did this podcast. Yeah. Right. Was to be sure. able to give some insight, 
as to how it how it is and then how can we help the smaller guys because it is nice to see these younger kids getting into the hobby hopefully that they do you know build pawn you know build chops not anywhere near houston because i'm gonna rub you out but <laughs> um you know what i mean it, it's it's <laughs> Don't come to Houston. Wow. Man. Do not come very threat. Do not come to Houston. I'm happy to help you, but if you come near me, I'm going to squish you. Yes, <laughs> I will. I will make it. I will make it so tight on your neck. You have no idea. <laughs> Grind you into the earth. That's right. You want to pop up on Google? I hope you got a big checkbook because <laughs> I'm I'm betting for broke. Um, but you said the coin show. When, let's go into the coin show podcast because okay. I I want to hear a little bit about well you know. Our, our story is real simple. We were, they were really begging us to do it for a while. Mm -hmm. This is two years ago. Hey, y'all need to do this. And I'm like, I have no time for that. We'll start out a show. You should have a show. And we're like, "Uh, we we We, don't have time for a show. You guys should have a TV show. It's crazy in here. You guys should have a TV show. Yeah, TV show. Yeah. Yeah. As fun as that sounds, it's, you know, there's so many things that you want to keep private that, you know, you just don't want to put out there. Yeah. It's always a hard pass. Anytime anybody says that, it's like, no, no, thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't. <laughs> in, in, I think this is a great way um, to be able to talk to people and give people a glimpse of what it is and how it is to run one. And, and it's not just, it's not easy. It's yeah. very, it's very. Yeah. It's not as easy as what people draining. think when they're getting into it. No, it's draining. It's a, I told, I, it's a lifestyle, I, right? I told somebody the other day, you know, that, that with a shop, I said, you know, just because we make it look easy doesn't mean it is. Yeah. You know, when you're running a store, you have a thousand different things to think of. No doubt. At at least. And and sometimes it keeps you up at night. Sometimes, you know, it's the first thing you think of in the morning. And if people that, you know, want to run a store don't want that, then you don't want to run a store. Yeah. Yeah. I woke up this morning at four o'clock thinking about this interview. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I mean, mean just the way my mind wor- is working, you know, we, that's the way it is. And Matt and I, we, we explain to our guys that as owners, you never disconnect. Yeah. And if you want to disconnect, then being an, a business owner is not for you because there right. is no disconnecting. Right. There, and if you're disconnecting, then you're losing, in my opinion. If I'm not connected, then I'm not gaining forward ground. And if I'm not gaining gaining forward ground, then I'm not doing the best by myself or my employees or my family. So why am I even doing it? You know, there's no need to do something half-assed, right? So hence being connected. And it doesn't mean you mean you have to have your phone in your hand the entire day, but it is, you know, being able, thinking about, like you said, you're thinking about 10, 15 different things. You're thinking about the customer security. You're thinking about, you know, your, your cash flow. You're thinking about making sure that that, you know, $100,000 gold package you shipped out last week got delivered and waiting for your e-check and things like that. I mean, it, yeah. it's a lot. And these guys are, you know, the, the guys are like, oh, I had a busy day on the counter. I bought, you know, 20 deals or whatever, right? And you're like, okay, great. Well, congratulations because, you know, I, I broke all of those deals down. I, you know, moved cost over where you made mistakes. I, you know, pulled grading out. I did this, I did that. And it's like, there's, everyone always feels like they're so busy. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah. Everyone's busy. Everyone's busy. Yeah. In a coin shop. Everyone's if you're, wearing head different hats. If you're not busy doing, in a coin shop, yeah, something's wrong. If you're not willing to grind it out, you're, yeah. you're not going to make it. You, it yeah. is a grind. It's a grind. But, you know, it's, I love it. I know you guys love it. it yeah. It's it. just, yeah, we love you, it. it's, it's either. You're either built for it or you're not. I I would say I started in 2000. Um, 
I did wholesale with my dad, uh, with Danny Lee and Ryan Fisher for three or four years wholesale, going to all the coin shows, you know, just the coin shop to me is just a whole nother animal because when you go to a coin show, you're limited in my opinion with, for products, you can only buy so much if you have yeah. because of houses, right? Y'all, I mean, were, y'all were buying coins that were certified. Yeah. Here you get to buy them from the, the collection, right? Farm to table. I call it. Yeah. It's farm to table, right? <laughs> See it in I the like album. That. It's like, it's like shining at you. It might be XF, but it's, it's like what a beautiful original coin. Yeah. And you get to buy it, you get to certify it, then you get to sell it retail. Farm to table, yeah. baby. Yeah. And it allows you to be able to give the dealer, I mean, the, the customer a good price. And then now you can sell it for a good price because you've cut out all of the, those middlemen. Sure. Right. And it's exciting, but tell us, I want to hear about, I want to hear about kind of your, give me the coin show podcast in its infantile stages. How, what got you and Mike together to do it? Um, okay. Go. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, this was, I think it's been almost 14 years ago now. Uh, we were, I was on uh, a lot of the bulletin boards back in that time. That was the big thing before Facebook came along. This was after like the Yahoo groups of the, the kind of like 90, 99 to like 2005. There were some coin groups there. But, you know, so we were, I was on a group called Coin Talk. And this was, like I said, you know, probably 13, 14 years ago now. And one day, I don't remember where the inspiration came to me, but I said, you know what? I wonder if there are any coin podcasts. And I did a little Googling. And I found one that had been, I can't even remember the name of it, but it would hadn't put out an episode in three years. And that was it. <laughs> wow. So I made a post on Cointalk and I said, hey, does anybody know about any coin podcast? And everybody was like, no, there aren't any. No, nobody's doing that. And I said, well, let's do one. And Mike was the first guy that showed up in my inbox and said, hey, I'll do it with you. And we had another guy that started with us. But, uh, you know, Mike and I have been uh, together the whole time. And it really started off as, you know, like I was on a gaming headset sitting in front of a computer, uh, just literally recording audio. Yeah. And and this was, you know, this was like our first 50 episodes we did that. Wow. Uh, and then we, you know, we, we did, uh, we, we, Mike and I kind of gelled and the other guy kind of faded out. And then uh, about, I, I want to say about three years ago now, we decided, you know what, let's kind of transition from not just an audio podcast, but let's do a live stream. Let's do the show live. Let, let's do it live. And then I'll take that audio and I will put it into the regular, you know, standalone podcast. And that's what we did. Uh, and that, that's the current state of our show now. Uh, you know, we, we do, uh, we do all sorts of different segments, uh, but the, the mainstays are the news, uh, which we talk about, you know, just breaking news and numismatics, anything from, um, you know, new mint issues from around the world to uh, breaking coin news about, you know, neat coins that sold at auction. Yeah. Uh, and then we also talk about the coolest thing. It started off being, uh, you know, just neat things that walked into my office. Right. Uh, well, through Mike and I, and, and through Mike and I's connection, uh, he picked up a job working for Harlan Burke uh, in Chicago. So now we have a dueling coolest thing uh, where we go against each other and we, we, uh, you know, who has the coolest thing. And then we, we kind of turn that into also uh, looking at our listeners' cool things, allowing them to submit things for yeah. us to, you know, look at and talk about on the show. And cool. Uh, here we on. are. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, yeah. our show is, is three things. It, it's first and foremost about education. Uh, 
you know, we want to bring the most educational content to people. Uh, and second of all, it's entertainment because without entertainment, nobody's going to, you know, nobody's going to watch or listen. Yeah. And, and the third thing is we like to engage with people. You know, I want to engage. I want to take people that may not have an awesome coin shop, uh, you know, near their house. Um, and I want to be able to give them a way to either talk to like-minded people, which are other listeners or talk to us. And, and we do that. So that is the coin show in a nutshell. Cool. Cool. We like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we like it. it. Yeah. I love it. I've, I, you know, and the best thing people always say, why don't you guys have sponsors? You know, I've been approached many times about sponsors and I don't want sponsors yeah. because I want yeah. to be able to say exactly what I want about who I want and not have to worry yeah, about, about somebody getting mad at me. Stepping on someone's toes or, yeah. Right, yeah. right. So yeah. so our show is completely funded by our listeners. Uh, you know, we, we don't solicit, we don't ask them much, but, you know, we do take subscriptions and donations. And uh, cool. I can tell you that the amount of money that I put into it far outweighs anything we've ever gotten from, <laughs> from anyone. But you know what? It, it's It's a labor of love and we love it. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it needs to be a labor of love for people to really get onto it. The yeah. last thing you want is a bunch of sponsorship, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. There are other podcasts out there now, and I do. I want to go there. <laughs> yeah, I think I do. There's some corporate. There's some there. corporate podcasts out there right now, and you know, I I hear about them from time to time from people that come in that are listeners to my show because they consume lots of different content. You know, people are very content hungry right now about what yeah. they like. Of course, sure. And so, you know, I hear, oh, man, you know, I, I love that you guys don't have content or you don't have advertising because, man, it seems like every 10 minutes on those other shows, there's a commercial about this or that. And yeah. I, I just want to hear about coins. So that was the one thing that really stuck with me. Yeah. It's like watching and poker. our show. You watch poker, live poker. Yeah. It's like yeah. sponsorship on the hat and their glasses. And yeah. Got- yeah. <laughs> yeah. The t-shirt. You got the, yeah. Well, the I think. Tattoo. On the forehead. Yes, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had a couple of people reach out when That's we first started right doing there. it. Yeah. And yeah. it just didn't seem like something that we were going to. Not at first. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's like, what value are you going to add to our show? We don't, it's, we don't need the money. Right. Right. What, what do you, what value are you going to bring to the platform? Right. How are you yeah. going to help at the end of the day? Like you said, this is for the consumer. Right. And then secondly, it's for other coin shops that are trying to figure it out. And um, yeah. and a lot of the people that stop us at coin shows or stop me and say, hey, I like your coin. Sh- I like the coin shop podcast because of X or the coin choice, you know, the coin show podcast because of X is because I can sit my new guy in front of it and he gets to hear from you guys how we learned and how we teach our guys things to look out for, you know, scams to look out for the losses, you know, these are some of the mistakes we make. So earlier, yeah. like yourself, you got your guy that, you know, just miscounted money. Yeah. Right. And how does that affect? Well, not only does it affect the fact you just lost money, but it throws your cash count off, right? It throws your drawer off. Yeah. So, so there goes, sitting there for there's two or three hour people or that two, have, yeah, that you trying s- to figure it out. Yeah. It's a waste yeah. of time. Right. So now on top of a waste of time, you, you lost my money, you wasted our time. Right. I mean, it's, it's a compound yeah. issue. Right. So I think some of the best feedback we've gotten has been, I can put my employee in front of this and there's things that he can get out of each episode. Right. And and we kind of do that, but we, we do that with collectors and, and like you guys are totally geared towards 
towards, you know, helping the dealer, helping the coin shop guy, helping the the best pocket guy even. And that's, right. that's amazing. And I love it. But, you know, we kind of tend to, to aim the other direction, which is fine. And I, I'm going to tell you a funny story. Yep. And uh, so uh, I have a lot of customers that are lawyers and they are also coin guys. And when they saw your, the name of your show, come on, they said, why don't you sue those guys? They're using your name. And I said, I said, no, I said, that's not how I roll. I said, you know, I, 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 a long time ago, I, I made the decision to trademark the name, which is not saying anything here, but there was a guy on TikTok who was actually using the name, the coin show and to put out the worst content, the clickbaitiest, oh, yeah. most terrible, yeah. horrible content. Yeah. And I did actually use that to go after him because yeah. he was, you know, he, he is using the exact name. He's putting out in the same space towards the same people. And the mm-hmm. content was terrible. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like a slap in the face, right? Yeah. Right. So we actually did the TikTok forced him to change the name and, and gave us the name. Uh, because we had a trademark, but my lawyer came to me and said, "Oh, they just changed one letter. They're just trying to rip you guys off." I said, "No, no, no. Watch, actually, watch the show, and see what they're doing, and then you'll realize that that they're not doing what we're doing, and that's fine. I'm totally, perfectly, except you know, fine with having a name that's so close to these guys because it, they're doing good." Yeah, well, that's crazy. I never even thought of that, to be honest with you. But yeah, it is one letter. Yeah, my lawyer, my lawyer was going to have a field day, and I was like, no, <laughs> not going to happen. Not well, remember that happen. time we almost got sued? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, um, yeah, we, we definitely didn't get into space to, to make any enemies. It was no, all just not. trying to. Yeah. I, and that's what, the one thing doing our show for so long, too, is I've run into so many guys out there and so many content guys out there, whether it's video, podcast, TikTok, Instagram. You know, I've run into so many guys, and the guys that are good and putting out good content, you got to just got to just roll with them and make sure that you have a relationship with them because there is no such thing as too much content. No yeah. way. Especially, yeah. especially good content, especially good educational, you yeah. know, content out there that's going to help somebody. You can't have too much of it. So it I welcome, I, agree. I, I welcome yeah. anybody that wants to come along and put out good content. Please do. Yeah. And and you'll probably find me in your email box at some point down the road saying hi. Yeah. That's just, that's I, just how it should be. I yeah. agree. And that's, you know, essentially the whole idea is to, is to be strong together, right? And to make sure that you're passing down the things that you've learned. You know, I, I, there's an old saying, like, you've, you gotta, you got to give it away to keep it, right? You got to, yeah. you have to give back in some form or fashion to be able to show other people how to do it the right way. Right. And, and in doing that, it reminds you of the things that the mistakes that you've made. So you're not making the same ones. It, it, sure. it brings up the old mistakes and makes them fresh again. Yeah. Right. And it puts it right in your face. Like, yeah, I did do that. Man, I need to steer clear of that. Hopefully I can keep somebody else from doing that. Um, right. Because the most important thing to me is the safety. Right. I want to make sure that everyone's taken care of. Right. Yeah. I mean, safety first. Right. And it's just it doesn't. Uh, that was going to be our whole and, basis in the beginning was just safety, like just taking care of one another and making sure that you got each other's back. And, and it does have its benefits. Don't get me wrong. You know, I did a hundred thousand dollar deal the other day with somebody that listens to our show that drove from Long Island to come see me in Indianapolis. Wow. I mean, this guy drove like oh, wow. 12 hours just to come deal with me. Cool. And I'm sure that, that, you know, this show is going to work out exactly the same way for you guys. You're going to get that little shop and, in Nowheresville, Nebraska, that, you know, is going to have a deal and they're going to say, man, who am I going to call? 
and they're going to call you guys. I'm sure that's yeah. going to work out for you guys. And that's, that's just a benefit of putting out good content, being the guy, being the people that, you know, are trustworthy when it comes to content and not uh, just going out there for the clicks and the views and yeah. the, the advertising money from YouTube. And Man, there's some bad stuff out there. Oh, there's some bad stuff out there. Yeah. It's, it's hard, horrible. It's hard to watch. You're, you're saying those clickbait. Cause I, I'm still really not, I just come in, sit down, throw the headphones on. You know, we, you know, we, we, we talk about it. Obviously we've got a great, we've got a great crew here um, that, that makes things pretty seamless for us in terms of just trying to get everything set up. Like, but to see some people do it so shoddy and it's just the stuff they come up with. You're like, what in the, who is this person? What in, who in and the world cares about this guy's opinion? That's, that's the thing is with all of these, these things like TikTok and Instagram, literally anybody can make content about coins, whether it's good, bad, or otherwise, you can have anybody out there talking about numismatics, talking about what you should do. And they almost instantly just because of that gained some credibility with some people, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this has got 30,000 views. It has to be good. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 And that, then that, that's a, a you know, a, a TikTok short about a, uh, 1983 floating roof, no D double R penny, you know, like that's the kind of stuff that, you know, that is out there and that people see and that people come into our store yep. and say, I, I saw this on TikTok yeah. and I have it. It's right here. And yeah. then I saw this one on TikTok. I, I, yeah. I almost literally got in a physical confrontation with a customer yeah. who saw a bunch of stuff well, that they had on TikTok and was incensed that I would not even take the time to look to at, look at it. Yeah. I so said they bring in a bag like this. Yeah. Of change. Right. Of change. And they want you to go through each one. Each one's an error mm -hmm. or each yeah. one has some type of, some type of uh, the loop. It's on Etsy yeah. for 50. It's on Etsy for 50 grand. $50,000. I only want 500. That's, that's <laughs> usually guy, how we get bad reviews. Yeah. Right? This, exactly. That's where they come from. This guy got in a shouting match with me about why I would not look at it and would not allow my employee to, to, yeah. Look at his stuff. Spend yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was rough. I mean, but that's the problem that we run into with some of this content is like I said, anybody can make it. They can put anything out there. So if we can fight back against that by putting out good educational content as much and as often as possible, it, it's only going to get better for us. Yeah. You know, I mean, hopefully that's the plan yeah. at least. And that's but, what we're after. Well, I yeah. agree. That's the same plan for us, right? Continue to try to get better. And, um, you know, hopefully we can make some friends along the way and, you know, put some good content out there. Yeah. Heck yeah. I, you know, one of my goals for this year, I think, is to to lug some of this equipment to one of the major conventions and actually do a live show from the floor of a convention. Yeah. To show. We've been talking show, about it. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an, it's, it's, it'll be a process, but it'll be cool. Uh, it'll be real those. cool. We bought those. It'll right. be real cool. Oh, like he said, oh, we got that little bit for the thing and the yeah. Well, we bought we we actually bought all the equipment to do it, you know. And I have it too. Yeah, it's, it's just, just the logistics behind logistically, it. Logistically, so yeah. nightmarish. It's yeah. like it's like who's going to set all this up? <laughs> right. So I have to stop selling coins, which is the thing that makes me my money to yeah. go and yeah. and do this or leave it in somebody else's hands. Yeah. While I go do this. Eek. Eek. Right. Eek. Exactly. Yeah. Eek. <laughs> um. So. Where do you see all of this going? Like, I mean, we've had a great market for the last couple of years, right? I mean, yeah. it's just been nuts. And we're st we were just talking before we got on. We're still selling coins. I mean, we're yeah. selling oh, coins, yeah. man. I mean, it's, 
I mean, the market might have cooled down in terms of how much money certain coins were bringing, but people are still buying coins. And we're selling we're selling yeah, coins I, on the website yeah. daily, just that, banned. Right. We just sold a $15,000 note. You saw that? Yeah. 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 Collector stuff just like, it just keeps moving. It is. Yeah. It's moving. We yeah. love it's, it. It's just being steady Eddie, and I love it. And, you know, the it's exactly the same for us. You know, nice, like, Fifty to five thousand dollar coins are just—they're just flying away. I agree, I agree. And and uh, it almost becomes a, a nuisance to stock them when they're gone, yeah. you know, because then you have to go out and replace these things. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the hard part. Sometimes sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't give coins away. Sometimes you have to wholesale stuff at you know ten or twenty percent less. Yeah, yeah. Um, but not these days. So it, it's a really interesting time. I feel like. Maybe the, the, the post, you know, the, the COVID fires t- is kind of going out a little bit because, you know, people had that time that they spent looking at their coins in their closets and picking sure. up old hobbies. And I think that maybe that that we're starting to see the, the downtrend of that. But, you know, I don't know. I, you're exactly right. It's hard to feel like the market is changing to the negative when we're still selling so many coins. Yeah, because let me tell you, two or three years before this the COVID deal, it was really tough to navigate in some of these areas. Yeah. I mean, really tough. Yeah. I mean, on the on the retail side of things, yeah. it was very yeah. tough. And, I agree completely. You know, I with just the way I've seen some of the pricing, you would think that that's due to some pullbacks. And I and I realized well, when you tr- look at look at Proof Gold Eagles, for example. I mean, you watched what happened to those yeah. at the yeah. end. They got year. drove they were, down, drove down to three hundred bucks, and then they were nine hundred yeah. again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What? Why? Like, I mean, what happens? How does yeah. that, you know, how does that, yeah. how does that give you any confidence in this market right yeah. now? Yeah. Orders I get mean, filled and then all of a sudden it's like, poof, it's gone. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's, it's definitely a very interesting time. You know, like I said, I've been doing this almost 20 years and it sounds like, you know, you, you guys have definitely uh, had a lot of the same experiences as I have, but this is the, the probably the strangest time that I can remember because of the uncertainty about what we're facing. I mean, we're, we're, if you think about geopolitically, obviously we're on the brink of a lot of stuff. And it's coming from a lot of different angles. It's not just one thing to focus on. Exactly. You know, hold on, not to cut you off, but not only that, but that's only what we see. Okay. Right. Imagine (laughs) they've allowed us to see this much, which I can't believe. Imagine what we're not seeing. I don't want to be that guy. Let's put the tinfoil hat down. I'm not going to get on my soapbox (laughs) here, but I mean, dude, I mean, come on. There's a lot of shit going on. You have to be that guy because it affects your bottom line. It affects your business. You know, if, if bullion, you know, bullion is directly related to this, or at least it should be. No doubt. Yeah. It should be. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it is, but you know, if we're on the brink of world war three kicking off, uh, you know, I mean, and that's maybe a little too far, but I know what you mean. um, I mean, it feels like it could pop off at any minute. Now I don't, I'm I'm not, I'm not putting that out there, but I'm just saying like, it's a very very treacherous. uncertain yeah yeah so so for me to to think about the market in those regards it's it's very strange it's very it's very hard to fathom that you know these these times that we're living in people are you know just saying screw it i want to go buy collector coins i don't want to go buy dried beans and rice like like some of my customers (laughs) and 90 percent and you know (laughs) and and live in my basement for a while but they're just saying screw it i want to go buy collector coins so it's a weird time. I think it's going to shake out. I think we're going to see, I don't necessarily, I think it might be the new normal. I don't know. I know. I don't know either. It's hard to call. 
And, yeah. you know, whenever I think I'm on the right path, then, you know, something out of the blue happens. I'm like, wow, I cannot believe this is happening right yeah. now. Right. Exactly. I mean, with the shot and the boosters and all this stuff that's starting to kind of come out about this, you know, which you kind of already thought, but then you see it and you're like, oh my <sighs> gosh. And, you know, who's going to answer yeah. to this stuff? And, and the answer is nobody. They're going to point fingers right. all the way down the line and then it's going to get pushed off onto something else. Um, it's crazy. I, I and I, I don't even have a dog in the fight. I, I'm not even, you know, it, just trying to be on the sidelines and it's hard not to, not to feel a certain way about it. All right. Yeah. Everybody has an opinion. And that's, there's two things in my office that I ban talking about and that's politics and religion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, neither of those things are allowed to be talked about by my employees, whether the, you know, if a customer tries to engage in it, just smile and nod and yeah. agree yeah. with them. I yeah. tell them that all the time. Yeah, so. we, we definitely stay, stay, stay far. Those are the uh, conversations that usually go bad. More than yes, good. They, they always are. Just try, Sometimes I always they're good, them, but more, yeah. you know. Try to yeah. bring it back to the transaction, the coins, yeah, or, the coins. or coins, numismatics yeah. in general, you know. Or your dog or your cat or something. Yeah. Anything but yeah. politics and religion. Yeah. Politics and religion, man. Many like, friendships have been broken up by those two things. Yeah, no doubt. Um, well, man, you've been uh, you've been great to talk to. I mean, I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad you came on, man. I love um, it. I, I'm happy to be here. Guys. One last, one last thing. And one thing I was thinking about and I wanted to ask you this prior to, but I'll ask you now, I'll put you on the spot. How do you feel about CAC? Before or after the, the service comes out? No, uh, specifically about the service. <laughs> about the service. Um, I surely hope that it brings us back to the basics of coin grading for what coin grading is supposed to be. Um, Lately, I feel like, you know, both P and N ha have been bought out by Ultra Megacorp and Ultra Megacorp doesn't care about anything except for the bottom line. And, you know, it, it seems to kind of translate into to that with, you know, customer service slipping, turnaround times. They're coming back, but man, they got rough there for a while. Oh, they got rough. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, obviously pricing increases for both dealers and collectors. Uh, you know, now we have to pay, what is it? 200 bucks a year to be an NGC dealer. How, I mean, what? <laughs> you don't do that. These are the people that keep you in business. Well, I got to throw so, a subscription in there though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully they just get back to grading coins and doing what it was that made the other companies so great in the first place. And that was providing assurances and answers for people that may not be as competent. And that would be the, you know, the end user, the the consumer of the coin, the guy that wants to put the coin in his collection. So I am, I am yeah. hopeful. That's the word I want to, I want to use hopeful. Yeah. I am too. I, I, I think I'm more, it's about some of the coin. I think what bothers me is, is maybe the, yeah, the grading, but it's, it's the stuff that gets that sometimes gets through that oh. actually holders. Yeah. I have a 21 piece dollar on my desk and an NGC AU 58 holder that is no better than a 35. And I have no idea how it got great. <laughs> yeah. I, That's the stuff that bugs there. me, you know, and it's both services. I am not, I won't oh. single one. I know you weren't either, but I'm just saying I, I, that's just, yeah, that's currently at this point. I want to, I'm curious as to how many body bags, you know, cause I, you know, this detail stuff and all that other, I mean, I get, you know, it, it for the marketplace, it's good to level the playing field and give a details grade. If someone's going to sell you a $10,000 89cc that looks like it's onk, but it's yeah. cleaned, you know, and you want one for your album because everything else is onk and you've got the money to do so, then fine. Um, 
but yeah, it, you need to have it in a holder and buy it genuine from somebody that you write that you trust, yeah. right? So that, you know it's real. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, um, and would I feel confident going into your coin shop and doing that 100%? You know, mm -hmm. would I feel confident going into some of the ones that have popped up around us? Absolutely not no. would I do that. <laughs> so, you know, it again, it's, you know, buy from people that you trust, you know, buy from people that, that you know, come recommended or that have buyback policies in place, but also stand behind their product because with third-party grading, I might not necessarily agree with the grade, but I'm going to sell the coin. Yeah, that was my first question I mean, when, when CAC was announced as a grading company. I said, okay, what's what's their guarantee policy? Yeah. Like, like, where are we at here with this? Right. And and that was the one thing that, that I really wanted to know. I wanted to say, you know, if their guarantee is on par with the other guys, then, you know, this is going to be something viable. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully it is. I didn't personally ask John that question, um, but I, knowing John, he 100%. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 100%. And oh, I, yeah. I can't imagine anybody else getting involved without knowing that that was going to be. Yeah. Um, I think the, I think the right people are in the right place to make a good run at this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's a good, that's a pretty good statement. Yeah. I agree with that one wholeheartedly. Well, you got anything else? Yeah. Hey no, man, I really appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, no Thank problem you. at all. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. yeah really appreciate it. it. Had a good time with you, man. Yeah, totally. Good luck and future success and uh, keep kicking butt on the podcast, man. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do our darndest. You guys too. Uh, this was a blast. I couldn't think of a better way to spend part of my day with you guys. So hey, thanks so much. Awesome. Well, we appreciate yeah. it, dude. Take care. Cool guy. Yeah, it's cool. I like him. Yep. Nice. I didn't know he was about to steal this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Bring it on, dude.